here Monday. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our Canadian listeners, watchers, viewers, whatever you want to call them. Up in the great country of Canada, it's the best of the great white north. No, yesterday wasn't Thanksgiving. No, Saturday wasn't Thanksgiving either. Monday's Thanksgiving. Just because you celebrate it doesn't mean it's actually Thanksgiving. Monday's Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for World Hockey Report, 12 Ounce Sports Zingo TV, the ones putting this show on. Yes, different look for today. New camera angle coming at you. It's a Zingo TV exclusive. So we thought we could change things up a little bit. A lot of free agent talk to go over. Obviously, the big domino, Petrangelo to Vegas. How are you? Big signing, a lot of moves. I'll break them down. I'm not going to keep you for too long. I'm not going to drag out any of this talk. Everyone's already had their say. If you want our, you know, more in-depth thoughts, maybe go to Twitter at World Hockey RPT. We're also on Facebook at World Hockey Report. I guess we don't really give out too much on Facebook or Instagram, but you know what I mean. At World Hockey RPT, that's where you're going to get mine and Adam's up-to-date thoughts. Got a few more hockey things to touch on in the world. It was this weekend. Of course, Friday's show, we kind of gave our predictions. Maybe a few starting trades or signings, I guess. Pardon me. You know, Wayne Simmons going to Toronto. You got Bobby Ryan, Patrick Maroon, Shen. You know, a few of those started to fall. You get Radko Gudis going to Florida. I love the addition of toughness. Henrik Lundqvist inks in Vancouver. That's a great backup goaltender for $1.5 million. Folks, I'm not even going to get into the Oilers right now, but in what world is Mike Smith worth more money than Henrik Lundqvist? Tell me that. I would love to know your thoughts. I would love to know where you guys are at on this one. Because that's mind-baffling. Shout out Cam Talbot, though. Good for him. Three years, $11 million in mini. They got rid of Dubnik. They needed a starter. That's not a bad addition for them. Then the Oilers go and get uh, Kyle Turris after he gets bought out. That's pretty good. I think 1.7 over two years for them. That's a good depth centerman for him. Right, Sean, as well. Can probably fill in if you need him on the second power play. Not a bad option. Uh, moving along. You got Braden Holpe. He goes to Vancouver. That's Demko's 1B right there. And I'm not saying... I, I think Holpe could have a few more decent years in him. I don't think Washington's defense was anything spectacular. Not like Vancouver is that much better, and I get it. They lost a few key pieces as well. But maybe he gets hot again. Maybe he enjoys playing back in Western Canada. Play juniors in Saskatoon. Lloyd Minster kid. Could work out. I don't mind the addition. Braden Holpe goes to Vancouver two years. Uh, Oilers 
They then lock up Anton Forsberg. That's pretty much the third goaltender for them. Anton Hudobin sticking in Dallas. The Dirty D, three years, $10 million for him. Nice little payday. How are you? Get that money. Matt Murray and the Sens came to a deal. Four years, $25 million for him. That's a big one. I think that was like the second biggest signing of the Friday. If I remember right. I love it. I love it for the sense. I mean, you're getting a young goaltender who has a couple of cups already. Obviously ended up in a rough situation in Pittsburgh. Struggled. Struggled mightily. They still trusted him to, you know, in the playoffs this year. I don't mind that move at all. For Ottawa, a team who's under the cap floor. Wenberg in Florida one year for him. Moving along, we'll skip over some of the boring ones like Yankowski. Goes to Pittsburgh one year. Evan Rodriguez one year. Tyler Ennis resigns. Uh, Mark Borowiecki. Nashville. Don't mind that one. Borough comp two years for them. Adds a little bit more toughness on the back end. Jack Johnson gets one by one. He'll be playing in MSG this year. Kevin Shattenkirk, payday. Yes, another payday for Kevin Shattenkirk. This time, not a bad setup, though. You know, if you look at the markets he's played in, what? So he's got Colorado, St. Louis, Washington, New York with the Rangers, and then Tampa. What, Colorado? Is Colorado colder than St. Louis? I don't even know, honestly. But now he's going to Anaheim for three years. That's sick. That's awesome for him. Congrats. Matt Bennett, two years, goes to Nashville. They're really changing that decor there. I, You know, they got a little bit of turnover be interesting to see how they look i still you know just some of the moves that Poyle makes do not make sense in my head justin schultz to the caps nice addition for them guy you can zip the puck around a little bit two by eight for him jacob markstrom this was a big one shout out tarps off hockey chris mancuso got this one scooped it like i don't know an hour plus ahead of everyone couple hours ahead Huge scoop by him, 6 by 6 for Jacob Markstrom in Calgary. Now, I believe it was 2019, maybe 2018. Markstrom and Riddick, both, both, all-stars. Is that good? You tell me. Two all-star goalies for the Flames. I don't know. Is it a huge upgrade from Cam Talbot? I don't think so. Would love to be proved wrong, though. Would love to be proved wrong, I think I think Markstrom's got that little bit of firepower, a little bit of FU in him, a little bit of piss and vinegar, a little bit of wants to win. The Flames could use some more of that. The Flames could use some more vocal leaders, guys who aren't afraid to show their emotions. So I don't mind the Jacob Markstrom one. Although I'm not sold on him, although I'm not sold on, you know, paying a 36-year-old goalie $6 million, if it means... They have a couple successful playoff runs. I'm not even going to bank on a cup or anything. But if Calgary has a couple of successful playoff runs, perfect. You want it. That's a great move. Till then, 6 by 6 is a long time. You don't need me to tell you that, though. Uh, Flames, just a bunch of re-ups as well. You got Byron Fraze, Zach Ronaldo, Buddy Robinson. Not bad there. All of a sudden, now you lose a D part, though. TJ Brody, he goes to Toronto. You know, there was the trade in place last year. Got nixed. I think it was Condry that nixed it. 
maybe it's two years ago now. I don't know. Brody's going there four years, $20 million. Great payday for him. Nick Cousins goes to the Preds as well. Toby Reader leaving the Flames, going to Buffalo. Have fun. <laughs> Nosek back in Vegas. Tori Krug. This was a big one because, hey, once this happened... Everyone's going, oh, they're not out on Petro yet. Shut up. They're out on Petro. You're bringing in Krug. And here's what I don't like about it. Not that I don't like Krug. I think he's going to be one of their best defensemen. Maybe not better than Paranko. Second best defenseman. How they won the Stanley Cup. Guys like Petrangelo, Edmondson, Paranko, Bowmeister. This was a big, strong, physical core and they were able to do it all, and they got their offense, and they had the best defensive team in the league in front of a hot goaltender. Now what, you're going to run into it with Pareko, Falk, Krug, and Dunn as your top four? They literally almost got manhandled by Vancouver. They were lucky to come out of that with two wins. Now you're going in even smaller and skilled after you just saw what worked for Dallas, for Tampa, for your own damn team. When you won the Stanley Cup, why are you trying to build your team differently after you saw what worked? I don't know. So many stupid moves and it all starts with Falk. Uh, Flames. I mean, you might as well call them the Calgary Canucks at this point. Heard that joke half a million times. Chris Tanev on the back end, four years, $18 million. Is it an overpayment? Yes. Sometimes, you know, if that's the, the piece that they need, and nothing against Brody, I don't know about Hamnick, I, I don't think he's actually even signed anywhere yet. You need a little bit of toughness. You need a little bit more grit. You need a little bit more firepower. I think Tanev, if healthy, can do that. Okay, another big scoop. Not to brag, but to brag a little bit. Corey Crawford. We nailed it. We nailed it. People won't say, oh, who's your source? Who's your source? How did you know? Shut up. Trust World Hockey Report. Follow us on Twitter at World Hockey RPT. Crawford to the Devils. Yeah, we were about three, four hours early on that one. Knew there was talks. Knew it was going to work out. Perfect number for him. Two years, $7.8 million. Happy for Corey. Super happy. Uh, Burakovsky doubles up in Colorado. Two years, nine point eight for him. Grice gets his payday going to Detroit. I like the Wings. I like their additions. I got it. I got it. I mean, hey, Bobby Ryan's a great leader. Thomas Grice, that's going to help stabilize your goaltending position. They keep making these little moves. you got Nemestikov as well. Troy Stetcher. Like, these are they're little additions. They're very little additions. But they're little additions that go a long way in making a team successful. Stevie Y knows that. He built Tampa Bay. Yes, he did. Tyson Berry ends up going to Edmonton one year, $3.75 million for him. That's a PP1. Rumor has it, though, that you know there was a 3x4.5, 3x5 out there for him. I have to assume that's Vancouver that would have been offering that. 
I don't know who else would have come close, but this is just purely he's betting on himself. You know, one by 3.75 gets to play on the top power play in the entire National Hockey League, potentially. You know, he's out there with McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, Kyler Yamamoto. He's got a chance to put up 50, 60 points again, and everyone knows defensemen get paid in the NHL. He's betting on himself. It's a one-year thing. And I don't I don't see him sticking around for more than a year unless, unless they go to a Stanley Cup or something. But I just don't see it working financially. Then the other goaltending situation. You're stuck with Miko Koskinen. That's fine. But you bring back Mike Smith one year, two million? I don't know. There was a lot of other options on the board. I heard a rumor that Howard doesn't want to take less than three or three and a half. I totally understand why you would avoid that. But Mike Smith is a 900 goal tender. He's either an 830 or he's a 930 guy. He's not going to win you that many games in playoffs. He's going to go on month-long stretches where one month he'll be good, the next he'll be bad. Maybe he brings a little bit of leadership in the locker room that they like. Maybe he brings a little extra spark to a team that might be considered too laid back at times. Still a little baffling, if you ask me. Uh, moving along, Louis Domingue, that's a third goalie for Calgary, just another Canucks addition. Uh, Jesper Fast, I like this one, three years, six million in Carolina. That's a good addition, two million for him, not bad. Cody Eakin, two years, four and a half for him in Buffalo. Valerie Nachushkin, a couple of years back in Colorado. Um, Brandon Montour takes a one-year deal in Buffalo. Zach Bacogian goes to Toronto one by one. They got a little tougher, although they let Clifford walk, which is weird. But the back end got a little tougher. So Zach Bogosian goes to the Leafs. Roddick Fox, uh, I guess he was an RFA. Five years, though, 16 mil for him. <sighs> Payday. Dallas, what's up? Derek Forbert leaves the Flames, goes to the Jets. One-year, one-mail for him. As I already said, Vlad Nemestikov in Detroit now. That's a guy who, geez, now I'm thinking back. Was he drafted by Detroit? Was he drafted by Tampa? I can't remember. He's got some connection to Stevie Y. Just wanted to be there. Worked out. Worked out perfectly for him. And then you got Kyle Clifford, two years, two million. You gotta think, you really have to think a Petro deal is going to be finalized. Like, obviously, obviously, it's done. Goes to Vegas, private jet, wine and dine. The deal's done. You can't convince me otherwise. And now, maybe a couple of pieces start to fall. Maybe a couple of these D-men. Well, I guess a lot of them actually did sign. We're more waiting on forwards at this point. Will be interesting to see, though. Like, we still got Taylor Hall. You got Hoffman. You got Dadnov. There is a lot of good forwards left on the board. Shout out again. I'm, 
yeah, I must. I already gave Chris a shout out for Markstrom. That was sick. Tarps off hockey. Absolutely hammered on that one. We also got this group. Corey Crawford. No big deal. Went to New Jersey. We got it. Just what we do. It's how it be sometimes. Alrighty. Oh, I got one more. How sad are these videos of these teams thanking their players? Oh my goodness. The Corey Crawford one. The Braden Holpe one. Balling for hours. I mean, I can't handle that. Oh, just tugs on your heartstrings. Oh my goodness. I love seeing it. I love seeing the respect. I mean, it's it's always weird. You kind of wonder what they think. Also on that note, I mean, rumors of the Chicago Blackhawks core being pissed that they're going through a rebuild. Totally fair. People want to say, shut up, you won three cups. That's not the point. The point is, who did they lose to? Vegas? Yeah, they lost to Vegas in the first round after beating the Oilers. I don't think they got blown out by Vegas by any means. You got a lot of good young pieces. Now you're going to the season with two inexperienced and very, very mediocre, like, We're talking like 40th to 60th ranked goaltenders in the NHL this season. You're selling off pieces like they got rid of Saad. They swapped him for Zadorov. It's not bad, but like, and you retain salary on Saad too? There's so many questionable pieces by Stan there. And I feel bad. I understand why they're pissed. These guys are kind of like, are we going to try win again? Are we just going to sit around and be happy to lose and kind of just be leaders? Like, what do you want? What do you want? And now they're going to be sitting in limbo land. They're going to be a mediocre team where they're too good to get a good draft pick. And they're not bad enough to get a good draft pick. So what do you want? What's the plan? Is the plan to be mediocre? Because then you're going to fall into the shoes of Minnesota and Nashville. Have fun doing that. There. That's my rant. That's my rant on it. I don't know what Chicago's doing. I don't know how I would make it better. But you got to think something's got to change. Something. And I, I, I don't know. Like, do you trade Kane? Do you trade teams? Of course teams would love them. But for their cap hit? Good luck. And, I mean, if you're going to be trying to blow it up or rebuild Keith and Seabrook I mean if they're not on long term injured reserve you gotta buy him out so many question marks in Chicago it's a shame I mean hey I'm wearing a red hot red <laughs> red wings hat and I am you know pumping the Blackhawks tires the NHL is a better place when the Blackhawks are good Chicago is the best sports city in the world Hands down, no question. Alrighty, I got more thoughts on the way. Some Oilers talk, some minor hockey news, and a little bit more. It's World Hockey Report Live, Zingo TV exclusive Thanksgiving Day special. Shout out all my Canadians out there. What's up? We'll be back. So I got some thoughts here, but first off, want to give a shout out you know what it's been a great season we're over a hundred thousand views i mean they couldn't do it without all of you guys viewers listeners podcast downloaders love all you thanksgiving 
definitely thankful. But of course, our great sponsors, mybookie.ag. Use promo code 12OZSports when signing up on mybookie.ag. Wits Nutrition and Performance, Curtis is the best. Their 12-ounce sports, your home for sports talk radio. Zingo TV, of course. Hey, the ones helping us put on this great show. Coco Vodka, Coco Rum. They're the real deal, guys. I'm telling you. I mean, hey, we pumped their tires all season. We're going to keep pumping them. They are the real deal. Telling you, Av and Mark. That I don't know. I take that to Dragon's Den. That shit's unreal. You know that is that's a product. That's a game changer. There's nothing else like it. You'll never try something that surprisingly good. It's not. I, I guess surprising might be the wrong word to use. I've always liked coconut water. I've never hated alcohol. So you mix the two, you give them a little bit of a pop, and I'm telling you, cocoa vodka, cocoa rum, it's going to change the game. Drink of the summer, drink of the fall, drink of the winter. It's legit. Also, Vibrero Hockey, Andy Sutton, shout out. Great guy. Great guy. Great guest as well. Hey, he's awesome when he comes on the pod. Also, great gear, though. I know they're dropping a ton of new stuff there. It's going to be awesome. So yet again, thank you to all of those uh, tub masks, of course. Those are great. That's a great thing as well. I'm always rocking. I rock mine every day. Tub mask. Anywhere I'm going. 2D wraps. That's going to keep your drinks cold during the summer, hot during the winter. I'm looking forward to it. You don't get a Tim Hortons. Not Tim Hortons. Whatever. Get a coffee before you go to the rink. Wrap that bad boy up. Guarantee you it's going to stay warm. It's the best technology out there. The ultimate drink insulator. 2D wrap. So huge thank you. Of course, uh, Jeff back over at 12 Ounce Sports, Adam Erman Trout as well for all the help. It's been great. It's been awesome. But we got some more NHL news to talk about. Now that I already got rid of my extra, I don't know, maybe we cut that and put it at the end. Who cares at this point? Um, <laughs> this isn't funny. I don't know. I, I had a good laugh at this. Like the Oilers social media team talking about uh, Olivier Roderigue. And I don't want to be nitpicky. Obviously, like, Yes, we follow minor hockey and, you know, the minor pro rankings over in Europe. They say he plays in the Austrian Hockey League. Now, that ain't a league. It used to be the Ebel, where Italy, Austria, Czech Republic, I believe Slovakia, or Slovakia's in there now. So it's not just Austria, for one. Like, no one calls the KHL the Russian Hockey League. So I just had to laugh at that. Like, maybe learn about it. Maybe learn about it. You know, no one's calling the NHL the United States Hockey League. USHL. Canadian Hockey League. No, like, I, I don't know. I just had a good laugh at that. Like, figure it out. Come on. You're going to tweet about it. You're going to put it on social media. At least learn the damn league. Team Canada's new sweaters. Those are mint. They're kind of like 72. There's a little bit of old school in them. They better be rocking red helmets. Red pants, red gloves. Like, they could go all out with these, and it would be incredible. I think they're going to be thirds. Obviously, you're going to need probably a black jersey. I don't know if you can get away with a white and a red unless you're Russia. I don't know if they're, I think they're, like, pretty much set on that. Like, Russia every year gets white and red. Canada's preferably, like, black and red. Maybe a third if they're hosting. Not exactly sure how that works, though. Canada's... Pretty fresh, pretty fresh. I'll give it to them there. Uh, news out of the East Coast. They're going to be starting the season with 13 teams with hopes that the other 13 can start next year. So 2021, like they're talking January, February, maybe getting those other teams to start, play a condensed season. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Canadian teams ain't crossing down. And American teams, well, 
if their governors say shut down, you can't have anyone on the rink. Teams can't go. Teams can't survive. The SPHL is already down to five teams. They lost five. Guarantee you the Federal League is going to be that same way. I don't know about the American League. I don't know enough about those teams and where they are. But it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough if they want to start up in January. Just think about it. If you if you had a smaller rank in the American League, I don't know what the smallest one is, but like just say like 6,000. Half capacity, 3,000. If you're only allowed 25% indoor capacity, you're talking 1,500 people. How on earth is the AHL going to survive like that? I'm sorry, it just ain't. Shout out though, there's hockey going on. ACHA, good to see college hockey back. What a video. Some kid off of, I think it's Iowa State, crushed by a Minot State kid. No surprise. Tough guys. Minot's pretty much Canada. I think they're all Canadians there anyways. So shout out them. Good to see the ACHA hockey is back. Also, Missoula. Great place. One of the greatest cities in the world. Um, You know, Good to see them get hockey back. I think they got the Bruins. Yeah, the Missoula Bruins there. Although the new leagues, they keep bringing in, like, they just keep getting shittier. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of sad to see the hockey-wise go downhill. It's still, you know, it's hockey at the Garrett's. Good to see the community of Missoula still doesn't hate it, although the crowds have gone way down. One day. One day. I would just love to see them like bring back the America West League. Maybe bring back like some of those old Norpac teams. There's so much potential. You see guys training in Whitefish all the time. Like Great Barn had some unreal rivalries down there. Like it's such a undercover hockey hotbed. Not a hotbed for players, but like just for fans, for passionate people but around the game. Montana, that whole Northwest-ish. Like, you see all the dub teams are supported. Everett, Portland, Seattle, Tri-Cities. Like, think of that on a Junior A scale. That's what, like, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho has. Not quite as big, obviously. It's like, Wenatchee's by far the biggest. But take a step down from that. You know, it's pretty much in between. It's definitely better than most Junior B teams in Canada. So, would be nice to see them get legit juniors back there. Hey, one could dream. Alrighty, that's going to do it. Enough free agent talk. Everything else is going to be up at World Hockey RPT on Twitter. Follow us. You can also get the pod. iTunes, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts from. This is going to be up there. And we've got a ton of big interviews pumped. So, yes. We're going to be taking off a couple of weeks. You'll still hear us, well, see us tweet, stuff like that. A couple of weeks off the live show. We'll be back. Big guess, though. Big guess. Yeah. Take that into consideration when you think about it. Detroit, some good connections in there. Some great guests coming, of course. Thank you to everyone who helped make this uh, season successful. 12 Ounce Sports Zingo TV for helping put us on. Jeff Beck. Always the best. Always the best there. Adam Ermantrout, always great. Good sidekick right there. And we're going to be back. We're going to be back stronger than ever. Because you know what? We don't stop. We don't stop. We're going to keep growing. We're already the best hockey show that there is streaming all over. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep getting better. Everyone is going to know about World Hockey Report. Because, hey... 
people like us. People like us. Simple as that. People watch us, and we're going to just keep growing. You know what? Next year, I, I don't even know like what. We're probably averaging 2,500. Let's triple it. Let's triple it. Share it. Tell your friends. More giveaways. More World Hockey Report Overtime Challenges. You know, more everything. More freebies. More big interviews. Everything. We're lining it up for you guys, the fans, the followers. Can't thank you all enough. It's been a slice, and you know what? I think this next video kind of sums up where the boys are headed. Two weeks off. We'll be back. We'll talk to you soon. It's really not going to be that long. Cody Jans and World Hockey Airport. Peace out. Of course, everyone, be kind. Be better.